Winnaker Weekly is a three-episode-in anime discussion podcast where two brothers discuss a show of their choice. The show can be anything from a current season flop to a decades-old classic. What are they going to talk about next? Who knows? They sure don't. I'm Lee. And this is Whitaker Weekly. Let's get right into it. All right, the news. Uh, first off, uh, we missed recording last week. Sorry, we had some sickness again. And because of that, we weren't able to record. Um, but things are looking up. We're feeling better. So we're back now. Um, and uh, real fa- and we, we this is something I wanted to bring up. Uh, we didn't really get a chance to really look into it. But last week was April Fool's. And in the <laughs> gaming community, they always release some just absolutely incredible April Fool's jokes. Sure. One of them was, I don't know who did it. I'll have to look into who did it. But uh, somebody released a pretty fun Photoshop of um, Hideki Miyazaki. I think that's his full name. He's the creative director for the Dark Souls games um, at From Software. And they said that uh, during during GDC, which just happened as well, um, he had a behind-the-doors preview of his next game, uh, Dark Souls Legends, a free-to-play Dark Souls, um, uh, shoot, what's that, uh, a free-to-play Dark Souls, um, Battle Royale, Battle Royale, thank oh, you, no. Battle Royale for 100 people, <laughs> it was going to be coming out later out this later on this year, and the, he was standing next to a monitor, and the, the image on the monitor was people, di- was a bunch of knights diving down into, <laughs> uh, into a city as if they had just jumped out of a balloon. So last one to land wins because they're all probably because that was, <laughs> well, you if you're falling at terminal velocity, you will probably be dead before you hit the ground yeah. because of the force that that takes to your body. So more 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 likely, the most of them will be dead even before they hit the ground. So <laughs> you are dead. Try that, it again. That is a Dark Souls. <laughs> so Dark Souls. the last person. The, the entire thing will be people trying to push each other out of the balloon yeah. to see who is the last one in there. Right. Um, the the April Fool's news I got was uh, the announcement for um, Oran High School Host Club yeah. Season 2. Uh-huh. Because they do that every year. <laughs> Those jerks. Those jerks. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then I think my favorite bit of April Fool's thing that I saw was that April, uh, somebody tweeted about how April Fool's can't be a thing anymore because on an April 1st, somebody tweeted out that Elon Musk is dropping a rap album and he actually is. <laughs> it was like, there's, there's no, uh, there, there's nothing to fool anybody about anymore. There, there, there's nothing that can be obviously false. Because the world is now too strange for obvious falsenesses. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's that's a bit about April Fools, and then we had some news as well. Uh, last week, um, Gearbox Software officially released the trailer and uh, release date for Borderlands Three, uh-huh. and that release date is uh, September thirteenth of this year. I'm very very excited for it. Um, I personally play. Uh, I've played all the games. On the PlayStation, I, and I'm going to go ahead and keep playing them on the PlayStation just because, you know, that's where all my stuff is. Sure. Um, but, yeah. And then, uh, not this isn't really news, but um, this is actually kind of... I guess it is kind of news at this point because, like, Know Your Meme and all this stuff already has tons of fan art of it. Um, but uh, 
a Japanese magazine back when the first Legend of Zelda came out in Japan uh, thought that Link was a woman. So they had their artists draw this fairly attractive looking red-headed Link. Uh, slender legs and everything, you know, long slender legs and everything. He's like, wow, that, that, that's, that's a woman. So, yeah, they thought, maybe they even thought that his name was Zelda. I don't know. Um, it may have started from way back when. It may have. But uh, just today, um, PlayStation now allows for people to change their user profile names. Not not their real name. Or oh, you can change You can always have changed your real name. But like the PlayStation Network ID, you can oh. now change that. Oh, wow. Um, the first time it's free. After that, I think it's $10 every time you want to change it. Mm. Um and but they also said that there's issues with it not every game is going to be compatible with it um especially in games any game that came out before april of 2018 mm -hmm. um is not going to be fully compatible with it so okay. anyway um well here's hoping you picked a good name when you uh signed up then mm -hmm. okay so that's it for the news let's go ahead and move into three episodes in all right and this week it was your choice yeah, it was my choice so i'm going to go ahead and read the description and this week we watched endro in a land of Naro Island, a land of magic and swords, humans and monsters live together. Once upon a time, there used to be a terrifying demon lord, but long ago, the first hero defeated the demon lord. The demon lord would revive again and again throughout the ages, but every time a hero would appear to defeat it. Now, these young girls attend an adventurer's academy to prepare them to defeat the demon lord that will one day rise again. This is the beginning of a laid-back fantasy life with no sign of the demon lord for these four who hope to become... A party of heroes. Okay. So, <laughs> this diabetes-inducing anime... <laughs> I don't think it's exactly diabetes-inducing, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, so... Okay, so it's... we're introduced to four main characters, and their primary colors are pastel blue, pastel purple, yellow, and pink. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Something that I noticed that I think is really kind of funny is their names, actually. Really? Um, Are there puns so, or something? Well, not really puns, but uh, first of all, Yusha, that's what they, that's her name. The pink girl who's uh -huh. the, hero, the hero, and Yusha is hero in Japanese. So her name is literally Hero. Um, my name is Hero, and I'm here to be a hero. Exactly. Well, go save a tree um, Or is my name is... My oh, name... reference... <laughs> My name is Yusha, and I'm here to be a hero. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and then um, oh, the priestess, their priestess, the 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 purple elf, yeah, the purple elf priestess. Um, her name is uh, Sadon. Okay. Um, uh, or Seda, I can't remember. Um, but Sei is the Japanese word for holy. Uh huh. Which and she's a priestess. Okay. Uh, so she's a priestess named Holy One, or May, basically, or my uh. Is it, I think it's May. May is the wizard. She's the uh -huh. magic user. Magic user. May. And then Fi Fi is the fighter. Or the warrior. As a they a say. lot of thought went into these characters. A lot of now. thought went into these names. Yeah. Now that yeah. that that was actually <laughs> one of the things I didn't really like about the show was just a there was a little too tropey, but maybe that they were playing up to that anyway. For they comedic were value. definitely playing up to that, especially, and we can go ahead and jump again, I guess, a little bit. During part of it, they all have to figure, they're all trying to figure out who the leader of the party is going to be because their teacher has told them you have to pick a leader. And what do you think, do you remember what Yusha did on um, her turn? She, she did the typical 
thing that you do as a main character in a JRPG, walked into a random person's house, grabbed some medicinal herbs from a pot, opened up the drawer, took the money from the drawer, and then grabbed the, the food and walked out. Yeah. Yeah. And she thought it was perfectly fine and normal, whereas, whereas everyone else is freaking out at her. <laughs> you just so committed grand larceny. <laughs> it is definitely making fun of those tropes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, so let's go ahead. And so it starts off with the four characters, with these four girls, um, and they are fighting the demon lord. Um, they're doing all these incredible attacks, um, but the demon lord's just shoving them, uh, is just yeah, saying, shoving they, them all off like they're nothing. The demon lord's barely <clears throat> responding. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he's he's watching these attacks come his way. Mm-hmm. And he's blocking if he needs to, redirecting if he needs to, mm-hmm. taking the hit and taking no damage from it. Yep. Um, and then uh, the heroes decide to use the forbidden spell or whatever it's called. And they all say this spell together and the demon lord gets locked away in this other dimension. And they're like, that's the first time. That's the first time the demon lord actually tries to fight back. Is that he starts casting spells at them and it bounces off whatever protective shield is around them as they're casting the spell. Mm-hmm. And then they, and yeah, chains from some otherworldly dimension. Uh-huh, from this black dimension come and grab him and pull him into that dimension. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh... Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then the heroes win, and they go home, and we get the the classic still shot that's this, that's uh, slightly different. It's like a, it's almost like a color pencil shot of the hero yeah, as it's, opposed it's to... the final frame shaded in with delicate work instead of the rapid uh, cell shading yeah. that you have mm-hmm. to do with mm-hmm. animation. And uh, then they have this montage of the journey that they went on while the closing credits play. And, 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 I, and I was like, wow, <sighs> Yellow Dragon. I actually really liked the yellow dragon through that montage, like, it's like in one shot. Mm-hmm. And then they're riding around on a flying penguin. They have a flying penguin. And then they fly to the, uh, they fly to what we have already established is the demon lord's castle. Uh-huh. And then they fly away from it and it's collapsing. Yep. And then uh, the last shot is, I think, them bowing before a king who appears to be awarding them at a main main ceremony. Something like that. And, and the whole time, credits are rolling mm-hmm. in the standard. And at the very end, fashion. it says, you know, brought to you by the Endro Committee. You know, like <laughs> published by the Endro Committee, and then it just says end. Yeah, it ends. With, and actually, what's the title of the first episode? I didn't write it's it down. It's too soon to, for the red oh, credits sorry, to it's roll. It's too soon for the credits to roll. That's the yep. title of the first episode. And then. We cut to a morning shot. Yep. And it's and we see uh, Yusha sleeping in a bed, and then um, Seda is trying to wake her up. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that they are still adventurers in adventurer school. Not really saying if that was a dream sequence or anything like that yet. Um, but they uh, they all go off to school, and uh, they're they the the teach. Okay, so on their way to school, we find. Uh, they they really play up the tropes of the character personalities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we find out the fighter is a bu- the busty blonde fighter mm-hmm. is um, Fi 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 has an insatiable appetite and you know you gotta love the Sasha character types. Yeah, and, and, and apparently but, when she woke up, she started nibbling the elf's yeah, ears. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I just wake up hungry all the time. It's like, why are your ears red? Don't look, they're not red. Hey, your face is red too. So were they tasty? Mm. <laughs> Cut to. Yes, she had in her sleep. She had latched on to the maid, to the cleric, and was nibbling on her elf ears. Mm-hmm. And she's like, mm, they were soft and spongy. 
anyway, um, the part, so they get to school after we kind of meet the characters a bit. And the wizard is very, very, she's got the very, very bland personality kind of trope. The one where she doesn't emote very well. She doesn't emote very well, but you can always tell when she gets excited because she starts when talking she, more when, quickly. Yeah, when she was asked uh, what it was like to um, to be woken up this morning, oh, I didn't sleep at all last night. I spent the whole night studying magic, and apparently this this world uses uh, cards. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I, it's like a Cardondo or something like that. Cardonto or something like that. Yeah, and um, all of their stuff, their weapons come from cards. How she combines them, and she she's. She apparently goes into this otaku mode where she just starts rambling and doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. And actually, each of them have this mo- have this mode, and they all ignore each other when they re- go into it. Yeah, yeah, over different but, topics. And like, there's this kind of a, f- a cute shot of her being pushed to school the rest of the way uh, at I, I, an angle because she, because she hasn't start- changed the topic. She yet. hasn't changed the topic, and she just won't move. So they push her to get her get her to school. Which just but, reminded me of that uh, the part of the dance that um they do at the end of uh, haruhi suzumiya where uh uh-huh. where um uh is it yui yuki that gets pushed by haruhi for a, a, a section of that i've just... never seen haruhi suzumiya okay yeah i've never seen it well i added it on my queue back when funimation was still partnered with country World, but i never got around to watching it okay now that that partnership's over i'm not paying for funimation now so unless they want to no. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm still not paying for it. If they want to sponsor it, they'll give me a free one. Uh. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, they uh, so they get to school. Their teacher, who's this old wizard, uh, kind of long story short, says, "I'm going to hey, peace out. I'm going to go live in the countryside with my grandchildren. Bye." And they're like, "Wait, what? Yeah, oh, don't worry about it. Your new teacher, a... your new teacher's been uh, been selected already." He was so eager to leave that classroom and stop teaching that he used a vanishing spell to and poop just his way out of there. Away. Yep, and the and May is very, very, or, or my, yeah, May. May is very impressed by uh, his use of card magic. Um, oh. And then their new teacher comes in and like and. It's just this, oh gosh, I love this introduction so much. Um, she tries to introduce herself, but she's so short, she can't see over the podium. Over the lectern, yeah. Over the lectern. And so she jumps up, and she says one sound every time she jumps up, as she's trying to... Uh, <laughs> it's like, ko, ni, chi, wa, yep. <laughs> wa, ta, shi, wa, ma. Pretty much. And, and again, it, her name it, is Mao, which is if Mao. you've seen other animes, you know what Mao means. But anyways, um, <laughs> we're not well, going to reveal it. Well, what, what, she gets angry at the lectern and kicks it over. She gets angry at the lectern. She gets said, has, says enough of this and kicks it over. And she's the same voice actress um, as uh, as Hawk from Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, the pig. Yeah, Hawk the pig from Seven Deadly Sins. I was like, I know this voice. I know it. So I just looked her up. Um, but anyway... Um, they, uh, her jumping up to try to introduce herself was great. And, uh, she, uh, she is, starts immediately picking on the four girls and asks, why did you form a party? And they're just like, oh, well, we, uh, oh, well, uh, is it, be- uh, because our rooms are located next to each other because we, wa- because we sat together at lunch uh because they asked it or someone else says something else and then the wizard says because uh we defeated the demon king's evil plan uh the evil spell of uh yes form a group of four please uh type thing and then mao says i never said that 
<laughs> uh, or, like, or when did I do that? <laughs> Giving a big hint to who Mao is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at this point, if you're paying attention, you know that Mao is the Demon King, even though she looks nothing like what the Demon King looked like at the beginning of the show. So, so now Mao is a chibi demon girl. She's like a with, chibi succubus. Succubus. Yeah, with uh, with ram horns curling down at the top of her head and, and wings the little, size of her body. Yeah, little bat wings. Mm -hmm. And she's this she's this little lowly. She's a lowly succubus, and she's freaking adorable. Um, but anyway, she um, she. Picks on them. She says, "Okay, you four, what are your character classes?" And like, uh, uh, Sadat is a priestess. Uh -huh. Um, then you know, Fai Fai is the monk or is the uh, warrior, warrior, um, which is usually translated uh -huh. into monk in English, or they rename it monk because okay. she fights with her fists the entire time. Sure, that's what monks do. Yeah, at least in our cultures, that's what we see monks is doing. Okay, yes. Um, but she, but uh, and then, Eastern um, monks, yeah, and then my um, are, uh, uh, Ma is uh, the May magic. is the magic user, and then Yusha is a hero, and she's and then Mao's just like, but you can only be a hero if there's a demon lord. There is no demon lord, so right now you're classless, which makes her super upset. It depresses it. Like, Dong, but then she jumps back up. And she's like, so in other words, we just have to find a demon lord, and then I can be a hero. Um. Sure. And then she tells them that they've got, we're going to go ahead and do an adventure right today. Today we're going to do an adventure. And they get to uh, where the adventure is going to be. Oh, it's like tomorrow we're going to do an adventure or whatever. Yeah. But they get to where the adventure is going to be. It's a cave. And uh, she says, Mao says, okay, you guys got to go through here and find the treasure that I've set in there. But just so you know, if you don't make it back, you're going to be expelled from the school. And everyone's like, wait, what? And she's like, There's level one it's monsters the lowest there. level monsters, or it's the easiest monsters, and no traps at all. If you can't handle that, you're not cut out to be an adventurer. Yeah. And everyone's like, go, okay, yeah, yeah that go, makes go sense. Go back to being a civilian. Uh -huh. you're, you're not even level one. <laughs> and then three groups go in and do it super easy. It's like, it, wow, that was fast. They do, they do the joke oh. where they play the Japanese drum, like the side of the Japanese drum, the dong, dong, to do like the, the scene cuts for... Uh -huh. They just come in, they come out, they come in, they come out type thing. Super easy. And then Yusha's group goes in. And, uh... They go in, and they there's go arrows. In and then there's you... arrows on paper taped to the wall. Uh -huh. And this was really planned out. They're just them. like, wow, this is super easy. And they follow it. But there's something that you wrote down that you should bring up right here. So... Okay, so as they're going in, Mao's like, I have it's concocted a plan. And it starts laughing maniacally about what she's about to do to them. And there's a running gag in this show that every time Mao tries to cackle maniacally, she goes into coughing fits. Oh, the entire class thinks she's adorable, by the way. They, yes. like, as soon as they saw her, they were just like, she's so cute. Like, Fai was just like, uh, Mao Sensei-chan. And, like, uh -huh. and then uh, Mei was just sensei like, you, prob Chan, yeah. you probably shouldn't add Chan to the end of Sensei. Yeah. And then Yusha snuck up behind her and gave her a big hug. And just called uh, her Mao Chanson, saying how cute she was. So everyone in the class thinks she, she's just adorable. It's true. Um, and so when she coughs... And just goes into the, a coughing fit, and everybody's still... And all the students are just like, oh my goodness, Mao Sensei started cackling, and then she started coughing. That's so cute! You know, and they're just like, ah! And then again, it happens in episode two when she's doing some some plot. She's like, ah! 
And then everyone, yeah. all the students that are nearby just go, oh, she's doing her coughing fit again. It's so cute. And uh, she kind of reminds me of that time that uh, Yzma was turned into a cat. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Is this my voice? Is this? Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Um, excuse me. I've been turned into a cow. May I go home? You're excused. You're excused. Anyone else? No, no, we're good. We're good. Oh, man. You know, what's funny about that is that she played Catwoman in the Adam yeah. West Batman. Yeah, so she, she did. So when she becomes a cat. Frightening beyond all reason. That's her. That's her. Anyways. Any, anyway. What a great okay. show. Uh, we should probably go ahead and keep talking about other things before we get content flagged by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah. And she just has this adorable coughing fit and then goes in and... The, the route keeps getting na- more narrow and narrow for the heroes. Um, and they go into this forest and they come across an antlered gorilla um, who uh, helps them do some things. Yeah. Like Fife, uh, Fye becomes immediate friends with this. And it's later revealed that Fye is just very, very good with animals. Yeah, she Like is. she's from, she, uh, well, she... She's a natural, she's a natural elf. Mm-hmm. Um, no, 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 no. no. Fye isn't an elf. She's the fighter. She's the monk. Oh, right. Okay. Uh-huh. No, Seda is the one who likes the gorilla, but the gorilla isn't giving her the time of day. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I missed that She's part, the but... one who likes him. Yes. <laughs> it's just, um, Fi gets along with, uh, get, just gets along with animals really, really easily. Yeah. So, but in this montage, we see that and they keep going. And now the funny thing is, um, I wrote this down. It's just, um, we, we, we come into, okay. So purple, the elf girl, what's her name again? Uh, Seda. Seda. Um, uh, starts talking about how what kind of quest she'd want to be on, and she starts pontificating about um, doing a quest that ends up helping a uh, a horned gorilla. And at Isn't that, that moment, episode... that, that's the beginning of episode three that this happens. Yeah, and it's the same anime. It's the same horned gorilla. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I just noticed this. It's just th- th- there's a shot from behind where the gorilla's got the uh, the antlers and then turns to face the. Uh, the heroes. Uh, the, the heroes. Uh-huh. And at that moment, it reminded me of the bald gorilla from Cromarty High. <laughs> and I actually wrote that down. It's like, wait. Yeah. It's so familiar. Episode it, three. It, was, it was so familiar that I actually had to look up to see if the studio was the same. Episode it's 3 not, starts but... off with her desire to do a quest to do that. Yeah. And it just keep and her desire keeps building to where, like, she and the gorilla she, go off she, on a she, journey she, together. Yeah, she, and she the has... gorilla turns out to be the prince of a country. But when they go home, his older brother comes fiction. home. His older brother comes home and declares, like, and declares his intent for the throne. Therefore, the younger brother is ousted. And so he and I have to go over here and we do this. And it's just this. And everybody falls asleep while she's talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> Except for the cute little pet that's dragon. that's why I was saying with episode uh-huh. one with the... Uh... With the mage just going off on a tangent, is that they all t- they will all tangent and yep. put each other to sleep. They will all tangent and put each other to sleep. Um, anyway, um, long, oh, long story oh, short, I, I didn't write this. I wrote this down, but we, we uh-huh. skipped right over it. Like at the beginning oh, yeah. when they're waking up, at the beginning when they're waking her up to uh, waking up. Uh, what was it, Yusa? What was it? Yusha? Yusha. Yusha. They're waking up Yusha. Yusha's like, uh, just five more years, Mom. Years? I can't believe I've ever noticed this, but Emi Yusa. Yusa in, uh, Emi Yusa in The Devil's Part-Timer. It's that close to Yusha, which Uh. is the word for hero. So you have Mao and then Yusa. (laughs) So it's still devil and hero. hero. I'd never noticed that. Wow. And I'm that big of a fan of The Devil's Part-Timer. I never put that together. Well... 
Yeah, just sometimes, anyway. sometimes you gotta have a different perspectives. Yep, yep. Anyway, yep, there you go. Another connection made. Give us The Devil's a Part-Timer Season 2, you plebs. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah. No, no, say your thing, the, the where she was waking up. Did you actually Wait, say it? Let me yeah. sleep five more years. Bob. Five more years? Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so... But, the, but yeah, so they... they long story up, short, they end up in a prison cell. And the elf is super upset because everyone's like, hey, this sign is great. This is great. Let's go ahead and just follow the sign. And the elf is just like, this seems off. But she still goes with them. Uh -huh. um, and then she's they, like, they, 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 they leave I the cave. They're traveling through the forest. They're mm -hmm. they're, they go across the chasm. They're flying over a canyon. Mm -hmm. That's and, why I said long and story and short because they're it's in just a, a big montage. And yeah. now they're suddenly in a prison. And they're in a prison now. And then they, uh, <laughs> and they, uh. And then the and elf, the, throws, the, a the elf throws a temper tantrum, and they're like, "Oh, don't worry about it. We're just fine. How is this just fine? We're gonna be expelled." And then the hero's like, "Oh, Ayusha's just like, oh, don't worry about it. See, some I'm sure there's a way out of here. Oh, hey, yeah, this stone right here, and this is the first time we see her incredible luck. Yeah, like she's like Cosma levels of incredible luck. Uh -huh. Okay." She's like, like this stone right here, it seems off. The very first thing she tested, a stone just pushes in. And they're like, wait, what? That worked? And the floor collapses from underneath them and they all fall. And then they end up in a room that is, if you paid attention to the montage at the beginning during the ending credits, uh -huh. I did air quotes there. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is, you know, because podcasting is uh, is visual as well as audio. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, anyway, they, um, that's the same room that, they're all piled on to each other on top of in the, that montage. That's one of their memories is going into that room, which okay. I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, it is. Um, but we should also say that Ma'o, like when she gets into her cackling fit, we kind of yeah. skip this a little bit. Um, it is because she then reveals that she is actually the demon King from that, from that fight. And the hero's spell went wrong and sent them all back in time. But she's the only one that remembers anything yes so and yeah, now she's going to yeah, use her she's going to use that about... knowledge to prevent yusha from ever becoming a hero they they went to the forbidden magic so quickly and then they screwed up the spell oops yeah i mean you get this great idea of probably what the ideal taking out the demon the demon king is but then you get the real story from mao yeah. about how they're a bunch of screw-ups and they screwed up the forbidden spell and sent them all back in time. <laughs> but anyway, they... Uh, it's true. It's so uh, good. And anyway, um, they... So, and she's like, and this, I'm, and that's her plan. She is their teacher to try to, try to give them to impossible make, tasks I, I, yeah, to prevent make, her from becoming the hero. Yeah, either make them quit or kill them or in some way... Mm -hmm. Make it so, so far, she hasn't really tried to kill them. She's just tried to make them quit or to expel them. Because she did say in episode one that she wants... She doesn't want them dead. She wants them living their lives in misery because they failed. Yeah. So... Ugh, excuse me. Anyway. So they get into that room. Yes. And Yusha immediately perks up and walks forward and says, I, It's like I, I just heard someone call my voice. And she walks over and she sees this pink sword in in a in a podium. Yep. Um, uh, and they're like, and wow, my, that's like... Mai starts reading the inscription below it. Well, and and Before it's even been uh, Santa, being translated. Santa is just like, wow, that's like 
the hero's what that's like the hero's weapon like the person who pulls that sword is worthy of being the hero and then may's just or may's just like yeah that that's exactly what it says right here oh and yeah <laughs> whosoever pulleth forth this stone <laughs> the sword <laughs> out of this stone but they're like wait it could be a trap you shouldn't do anything and then of course you show up pulls the sword out yeah, without without that second thought, mm -hmm. she, she now has a sword, and she's like, "This is incredible. This is even lighter than that club I was using." She was using a club because she was classless. Yes, so she could only use a club. Yeah, but but now, but now she's hero class. And now she's hero class, and she can use the hero's sword. But they, uh, but May then continues to read it, and uh, says that the person who picks who is on the hero's path will face great danger. And then this giant golem comes out with the head, of, like it's like a yeah. suit of armor that has cat ears built into it. It's a giant cat-eared mech. It's a giant cat-eared golem. Uh, that uh, mm -hmm. it kind of reminds me of the uh, the first the training robot you had to fight at the beginning of Chrono Trigger. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a super a version bit. of Gato. Yeah, or of Gato. Gato. Um, but anyways, uh, they fight. They fight it. Um, they all pull out their weapons, um, and they are they're working pretty well together as a team. And Yusha gets in the final hit, and what? Ha and she pulls out this incredible magical blast from the sword and cuts the mech in half. And what happens? And she cuts the room in half too. It's such this great comical moment because they're all celebrating. They're just like, "Yay!" And it's like a close-up on all four of their faces. And then the beam keeps going, and then it cuts back on their four faces. And instead of going, "Yeah," it's ha 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 ha, as they realize that their roof is going to collapse on them. Yes. Of this giant mm -hmm. uh, little area that they're in. Mm -hmm. And then it cuts to outside and it's evening. And Ma's just like, well, they're not coming back. That's expulsion for them. And the other students are just like, oh man, what 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 happened? Are they okay? What's going on in there? And, and then suddenly uh, there's a beam to... of light from, from the far back. Mm -hmm. you know, um, in, the, in the distance. And then the cavern that everybody went into collapses. And then from far away... The uh, the four heroes start walking up and says, "Sorry, Sensei, we couldn't find the magic orb you sent us for, but we found this hero sword." Yeah, so that means I'm a hero. And uh, Miles just like, "What? What?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's the end of episode one, which is just gonna start start off a chain reaction of events mm -hmm. that cause them to that everything Mao's going to try trains them to be better heroes than she ever intended. Mm-hmm. It's just the the running gag that is obviously set up from the first episode's pacing. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so, that's episode one. Episode two starts, like, a lot of... They're friends. They're teenage girls. They have sleepovers. Or they have late-night chats well, in one of their they, rooms. They're in a dorm room, and they're all neighbors, so they, they do spend late nights in the same dorm room keeping each other company. Yeah, before they all go to bed. And both episode um, two and three started with the same establishing shot of outside the dorm room... It's late at night. Everybody else has gone to bed. One light is on. One light is on and it's their light. And it's their light. Um, but the girls are talking. And they're all talking about like, oh, like, I... I love his... Like, he has just such this kind, wonderful, beastly, and powerful. And everyone's just like, I just love how... Um, and the, the, uh, how mysterious he is and stuff like that and they're in the, like it very very much sounds like they're talking about boys mm -hmm. but they're all talking about their favorite monsters yeah and the hero is just like well the the hero's favorite monster is the slime of this world which is like this little furry ball thing Aww. and she's like and he like uh and her favorite thing about it was how he would come up and nuzzle her about and like uh, try to invite her to play mm. and then 
uh, Fi is just like, um, your favorite monster is the weakest monster in the world. I don't think he was inviting you to play. I think he was attacking you. <laughs> and the hero's just like, wait, what? No! Uh, and so, also, the hero has a pet baby dragon or mm-hmm. something. She's got a pet, yeah, a pet name, lizard name, who's... Name, a, name, like Chibi or something. Like yeah, Chica or something. Who's adorable. And the second episode starts off with with kind of a training... Mo- not really a training montage, but they have a montage of the different classes. Like the fighting class, and Fi is just absolutely incredible at it. She's able to hit these super quick monsters that no one else can. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they go to um, magic class, and... Um, and again, and May is just incredible at um, at at magic. Um, and I forget who the, what the other two classes were, but it just shows how incredibly powerful they all are. And um, the teacher and Mao is getting frustrated about it, but she's invited to go eat with by this other um, uh, this other. Um, teacher i don't think we've ever learned do have we learned her did she ever say her name uh is the other teacher uh a succubus like too but she's taller and she's not a succubus like she's just she's got dark skin she's blonde and she's wearing spiked uh it's not i don't want to say it's a plate male bikini but it's like uh spiked it's like a carapace Mm. bikini armor that she's wearing okay uh, with spikes coming off of it and things like that but it's like natural spikes from the carapace not spikes that were made built into uh, the armor so, so like bone spikes yeah which is why i say carapace yeah. um it's 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 like the shell of a, a powerful bu- uh, like a demon bug or something like okay. that um demon insect right um anyway um she gets invited to drink and this teacher has a really really funny quirk where she th- she keeps switching things she means to think and saying th- she keeps saying things she means to think and thinking things she means to say yeah so so in her mind she'll be like Oh, she's so adorable. And then she'll say out loud, I want to rub your face against my skin. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're getting it backwards again. Mm-hmm. And she does it a couple of times. Yeah. But they go drinking, and the teacher is just super frustrated. Frustrated. Like, Mao's super frustrated. 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 <laughs> That's so Mao, actually. <laughs> so frustrated. Um, but... I'm so lonely. Uh... <laughs> But in this episode, Mao's like, "You need to find a te- you need to be you need to find a leader." Yes. Okay. You need a leader. Uh, each party needs a leader, uh, someone who can make decisions. And all four girls think that they are the natural leader of the party. Yeah. Um, and they have like they don't really, they don't have an argument. They have a discussion that night about who should be the leader, and they can't come to an agreement. They didn't decide that the you dragon should, pet yeah, should be. You should uh, think the dragon pet should be the leader. And everyone's like, "Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it." And like the elf's like, mm, "We should probably have someone who's bipedal be the leader." And they're like, "Oh, oh yeah." And then the dragon does this thing where it gets up on its hind legs and like starts <laughs> trying to, to, trying to walk. That, is that why he's trying to walk? And that that's why he's so trying adorable. to walk because elves the elf says we should probably have someone who's bipedal be our leader um and that's when everyone starts starts cheering saying go go you can do it you can do it and i, I remember my getting especially emotional during mm-hmm. that particular exchange oh, was just, may, may was just may. like i can't watch and then the elf, uh, the elf again is just like no we are gonna you have to watch we have to be witness to every part of this historic event you're right you're right I must do <laughs> mm-hmm. and then he takes a couple of steps and they're super happy and then the next day Mal's just like, okay, so who's your leader? And they're just like, oh, he's our leader, pointing to the pet. And she's like, really? 
<laughs> really? You, you, really? Yeah, so she, she's she's like doing no. Spell obviously he can't. Obviously he can't be your leader. What? Why not? I don't need to explain why not. He can't be your leader. The function of a leader is the ability to is to coordinate team effort between mm-hmm. everybody in the team, and so that can't be the dragon. The dragon is your mask, which is why, which is a good reason why Captain America is the leader of the Avengers and Tony yes. Stark's the wallet. Yes. Tony Stark's brilliant and he's rich, but he doesn't lead. No, uh, the, so, the most obvious way that t- that uh, Captain have... America was the leader was the way he delegated responsibility oh, yeah. at that. Oh yeah. Uh, at the, at uh, when, uh, when when they when, finally assembled and Hulk was there yeah. and he told everybody exactly what to it was do. Like Hulk, smash! <laughs> and he just jumps off. <laughs> Hulk smash! Ah, uh, I can't. I actually just got so, a new Funko yeah. Pop in the mail the other day. Uh, it's Thor hurling his axe at Thanos' chest. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's an entire Funko. That's Pop. a Funko Pop. I took a picture of it. Let me show you real fast. I took a picture and sent it to a friend. Um, that's one Funko Pop. It it sure is a single (laughs) Funko Pop. That's that's at your desk at work or something. Yep, that's at my desk. I uh, yeah, that's I decided to take it into my desk at work. So I got a bunch of Funko Pop at my desk at work. Anyway, um... You got a bunch of them at my home. I do. I do. Some I, of them even not opened. I have a problem. Anyway, <laughs> um, they then decide to take turns being the leader to see who the best leader is going to be. And this is something that I wrote down. Yes, and we talked and about this. This is something I talked about earlier in the podcast, where Yusha... And I just wrote down, wow, they really just did that. Where yeah. Yusha walks in and literally acts like a, 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 a JRPG protagonist... And like, the woman's like, excuse me, uh, excuse me, who are you? And she says, oh, I'm the hero. And she just loots this poor woman's house. While she's in it. While she's in it. And this woman's just terrified. And she bows gratefully to the woman. And the very next shot is Mao, of all people, punishing the hero for doing what she just did. It's the best. Forcing her to apologize for it. It's the best. While the other three girls just kind of stand back in the background, terrified of what just happened. So, no. Mao cannot be the leader. And so... Or, or uh, Yusha. Yusha, my bad. Yusha, thank you. Uh, Yusha cannot be the leader. And so it goes to the elf, and she's like, um, if we're going to be... I, if I'm the leader, then I'm going to teach you girls how to take care of yourselves. So the person... So the... Um, what's it called? The person who's in charge of the floor of a dorm. Um, Anyways. The dorm matron? Or? Something like that. Doesn't have to take care of you so much. And so she's like, the first thing I'm going to teach you is cooking. She then picks up a potato... Takes a knife, misses the potato, and hits her thumb. Yeah, stabs, yeah just slices right into her thumb. Uh-huh. And it's anybody like, who's ah. cut things before know you don't pick things up and hold them in your hand and cut them. Unless it's an avocado and you're going for the seed. Yeah. And even then, that's not safe. No. Um, but uh, but everything she tries to teach, she doesn't know She doesn't know well enough uh, herself to try to teach it to and anybody. Then, and then well, she also tries to 
take and she then says we should have clean rooms and they're like okay who should we start with let's start with the leader's room no 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 not my room no 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 and so <laughs> they go to, they her, go to room. her room and it's a mess and they're just like uh and they all have this delightful... layers of dust over the books that are strewn about the uh-huh. floor and she just says that she gets just gets so enwrapped in her studies and things that she just forgets to clean and then the next shot is her sitting on the bed sulking while everybody else cleans and she's just like i i, I should help clean too and they're like no no you just sit there leader we'll take care of this for you and then it says she failed because she's not feminine enough <laughs> <laughs> or because she's so bad at being at, at feminine things cooking and cleaning in particular apparently right um anyways and uh, then we go to um fi fi yeah, and she's like, uh, "Here, a leader needs a good, strong body, and in order to do that, you need to have a good, strong stomach." So, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and eat this. And it's like, it's amazing that she just seems to have common sense about the most random things. <laughs> True, that's and what they said about her. And they're all eating curry, and the three girls, cl- and they got big portions of curry. Big yeah. portions of curry. And they got through about three-fourths of what they had. And she's gone through 12 plates and wants another serving. Yeah. And it's failed for eating all the food. <laughs> and then it's May. And May uh, is like, okay, as a leader, we, we I, I will teach diligence. And I will teach some other things as well. Which is why we're going to stand in line all night long to get ready for to get ready for the new rare magic card that's coming out tomorrow. That's limited to one per person. And then it's the next morning and we see Mao again forcing her to apologize. And it says failed because um, camping out overnight, camping out overnight is not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> so they all fail. Yeah. Every single one of them. And so they're wondering what they're going to do. And then they realize that they can all be leaders. Let's all just be leaders together. And they go to Mao and Mao's just like, no, no, you can't do that. You can't, you have to have one leader. You can't have four leaders. And then they're just like, no, I'm the leader of, I'm the I'm the leader of being heroes. I'm the leader of uh, of sages. I'm the leader of fighting. I'm the leader of darkness. <laughs> the shadow leader. And I'm the and then it, Mal is just like, and she's just like, uh, and then she gets a flashback. And she's like, they've always been like this. They've just been so wild and carefree. They have such carefree spirits. And she cuts back to when they first entered her lair, and the elf is chewing out Yusha. Because she is like, we were supposed to all link arms and walk in together. Then you just rushed it on your own. Why would you do that? <laughs> I'm sorry, type thing. And then Fi is running around the room just, yay! And then she crashes into a pillar. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> type thing. And they're all just doing their own <laughs> thing. It's in this domain, there, there are pillars of crystal. So like these uh-huh. hexagon-shaped shards of huge, quartz. Huge things. And... and and five Fi runs right into one and cracks it at its base and it just falls over mm-hmm. and she's just hand behind her head hey, hey sorry i don't remember what may does but the wizard's just like enough or the demon was just like enough let's have our battle and they go straight to using the uh they go straight to using the forbidden spell yusha screws up on the incantation and uh they all get pulled into this time vortex and then she's just like they're too carefree. I, I can't I can't do this. This is like if I don't stop them, if I don't stop them, the exact thing, same thing's gonna happen again. And we're all gonna get pulled into that time portal again, and I'm the only one who's gonna remember. 
well, I quit being the Demon King. And she just, well, and this is after they've run off. Okay, this is after they've run off. Uh-huh. Like, good night, a good, good, a good night teacher type thing. And yeah. she's just like, well, I quit being the Demon King. Hey, do you want to go drinking? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, we don't see her in episode three at that's all. That's true. So episode three starts off with them in the room again. Mm-hmm. And they've been talking about oh, how. Real fast, I did yeah. want to say, Mao's actually really enjoying being a teacher. You can see it, that she really likes being a teacher. Yeah. So, but anyways. There's something deeply mm-hmm. satisfying mm-hmm. about it. Um, but no, yeah. Um, what does Mao do? It's so Okay, no. Um, the next episode starts with them being in their uh, dormitories again. Mm-hmm. Um, talking talking about... late at night about the what their assignment the next day is. Apparently, they're going to start going on quests. Mao go did to... mention that in the previous yeah. episode that their next assignment and, was going to be going on quests. And so they're going to mm-hmm. go to the Adventurers Guild and pick up level one quests and just start doing those every day. And it's important to note that they're not allowed to pick the quests. The quests are assigned to them. Yes. They're just given the quest and they have to do it. Yes. So... Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, it's, sorry, that's what it is. I just remembered Yusha's thing during that montage of the classes. Uh-huh. They're in the treasure chest room, and apparently there's only a 1% chance the chest is not trapped. Yeah, they're, most of them are mi- mimics. Some of them are gassed. Mm. Harmless mimics that aren't going to kill anybody, uh-huh. but it's going to teach them a valuable lesson. And um, she opens up a chest, and it's just filled with riches. And she's like, yay! And then she opens up two more, and it's filled with riches. And she just has this insane luck. That's yeah. her ability. She just has this insane luck. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> hi, hi, Cosmodes. Yes, yes, Cosmodes. <laughs> Apparently, in the uh, in the dub, they didn't use that line. Oh. That alone makes me not want to see it. I'm just like, why? I mean, that the the cross talk, like the 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 talk that happens while someone else is talking with it, like him just saying, "Yes, yes, I'm Cosma." <laughs> that's part, one of the biggest aspects of charm in that show anyway and that Cosma is just that big of a jerk that he'll just go ahead and keep talking while someone else is trying to do something important <laughs> right uh, anyway Cosma, Cosma I've said it on the show before I'll say it again he deserves everything that happens to him in that show it's he so is a true. horrible person it's so true anyway anyway so back to this uh, so they're in their dorms and they're discussing okay what kind of quest would you want to go on and so they all have these different fantasies about mm-hmm. what quest they want to go on And I'd want to and... go get some delicious food well you'll probably make you bring <laughs> the food back not eat it that's horrible yeah. <laughs> and uh uh, Yusha wants to go fight, go slay a dragon. Like, we're level one. The dragon would kill us so fast. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna go slaying a dragon. Well, what do you want to do? And this is the elf saying the, that. Yeah, the elf saying that. And so, mm-hmm. and that's when, well, as we said and before, and of course, the elf May goes, wants to go on a quest for a rare card. Yeah. So yeah, but anyway, like, well, would you just pick up a rare card off the floor? Would you just pick a card that you found up off the floor? No. What if it was a super rare one? No. No. Also, that hesitation. What was with that pause? <laughs> <laughs> and she she does the... Her eyes turn to the side to avoid eye contact while she says no. And her, her eyes even change style. To it's the, the same style when they first saw the elf's room where all their eyes just kind of became the ovals uh-huh. and just kind of... It actually reminds me of the... And their, uh, pu- and their they, irises were just brown circles. It reminds me of the cat being from... Uh, the, the alien cat being from Azamanga Daya. Yeah, yeah, okay, eyes like that. Eyes uh-huh. like his. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> Do you want popcorn? I want... Uh, what kind of popcorn would you like? I'd like popcorn like my girlfriend. Oh, we do not have ugly popcorn. 
That's from the comic. That never happened in the show, but that was that was a four frame joke. I've read that it. I've comic. read yeah. that before. Uh-huh. It's come up before. I didn't know. It was we do not have. That, yeah, that's the same cat from Azumanga Daya. That's okay. the that's the cat god creature that just shows up every once in a while, the stuffed animal or yeah. whatnot. Okay. <laughs> we do not have ugly popcorn. Anyway. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, I want to go home and watch Azumanga Daya again. <laughs> I need to see it at some point. Oh, you haven't seen it? We'll have to I've, have... seen the, I've seen bits of it. Okay, we'll have to watch it for three episodes in at some point. Right, maybe okay. We, maybe we do. Um, so, no, okay, so... Uh, and we've already talked about how uh, the elf goes on this tire, this tangent mm-hmm. about what she wants to do and everybody mm-hmm. else falls asleep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next day they actually go in to get, collect their adventure. And they're uh-huh. waiting in line and adventures are, adventures are being handed... Quests are being handed out to teams of adventurers... At a random rate, but they all seem to be pretty interesting. Like, go collect this item from this cave. Mm-hmm. Go, go do collect a red egg from the ice, the red ice, a red iguana egg from the red ice caves or something like that. Yeah. The red ice mountains. Mm-hmm. And then it finally gets to them and it says, go get a cat. Go find a cat. Uh, huh? Okay. And then they go and the next, or no, oh, well, can, yeah. we, can we request another one? No, you can't. Or that, I guess that's the next day. Yeah. But they go and they find a cat and they get paid for it. And well, then, yeah, they, they get handed a small bag of coinage. They don't mm-hmm. show what kind of coins it is. But they, um, they're all incredibly beat up. And this cat is not happy being picked up. Nope. And being nope. collected. <laughs> and the next day they're like, go find a cat. That's their quest again. It's like, well, can we have another one? We just had that quest yesterday. Like, can, well, can, we pick we, can we pick another one? You, you, no, you're... These quests are randomly assigned and you don't get a new one. If you want to be expelled, you can you can refuse. Uh-huh. And they're just like, crap. And so they take it. And then the hero's just like, you know what? We're really good at this. We, I'm sure we can get this quest done super fast today. So why don't we take another quest? I mean, what's the chance it's going to be another cat-finding quest? Cut and to, cut she's to, out holding five quest logs. Five quest logs. She's just like, ah, ah, ah. And they're like, who knew that we would get five finding cat missions on the same... Uh, oh, five in a row. Fat equation, finding cat missions in a row. And we the really should have stopped like, at three. We should have stopped at three. And then they come back with five cats. They do. And then the and next then, day, they're just like... Well, they, they say it's day six. It's day six of this happening over and over yeah, and over again. Yeah, we're just getting cats. And they're like, okay, we, we've accepted our fate. We know we're getting, not getting cats. Um, May has found a catnip magic card that she can use. And they have mastered mm-hmm. the art of collecting cats. Well... The pre that that night they kind of start freaking out about it. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, what happens when the demon lord shows up and the only questing experience that you have is finding cats? This is the greatest scene uh-huh. in the whole three we episodes. Both marked it down, and it's just this delightful. Uh, it's still better drawn than I could do, but it's very very silly childlike it, crayon it, it, drawings. It's, yeah, it's crayon illustrations mm-hmm. of the of the event. Like, we are here to defeat you, demon lord. Oh yeah, what can you do? Every cute kitten we've ever collected. Go! And the demon lord's just like, Oh, look at my little sweeties. They're all so adorable. Now, Ah. quit being evil or we will take the cats away and you'll never see them again. No, you can't do that. I can't live without the cats anymore. Fine, I'll quit being the demon lord. Unbeknownst to them, the demon lord's already quit being the demon lord because she doesn't want to deal with these idiots anymore. (laughs) She's just going to live a nice peaceful life. (laughs) 
And then, it, and it's like the elf's like, "This is surprisingly peaceful. This is surprisingly peaceful." Yeah. <laughs> and then the next day, it's like, "Okay, we've got all these things. We know, like, you're good at tracking cats. You've got your catnip spell. We're gonna go ahead and take care of this." And then they get a quest that is, uh, "Go find some silver moss in the moonlight cave." That's a long name for a cat. It's not the name of a cat. It's the name of your job. Go find some silver moss in a moonlight cave. We're not getting cats. And they just, they're so overjoyed by it. Yay! And so they get their quest and they start getting ready for it. And then this little girl walks by in tears. Crying. And then she sits down by a, by a fountain and just weeping openly. And they go to see what's wrong. And apparently this little girl lost her favorite cat, her, her cat that she's had for, since her she was a baby. Cat just disappeared. Uh, little cat named Michael. is a white cat with a black, uh, the black spot on the tip of his tail. And they said, we will find your cat for you. Really? Yes. We are professional cat finders. Mm -hmm. And so they go and they try to find the cat and they go really far following this cat's trail. They start asking questions and apparently the cat, every time the cat gets to a new location, something bullies him away and he doesn't go, he doesn't backtrack. Mm -hmm. He can't get home. He keeps getting bullied further and further away from his home. Mm-hmm. And so people seem to have witnessed this cat over and mm-hmm. over again, until they get to well, and, and, and so now they end up the camping out overnight they because have to camp out overnight because of it. Yeah, they end up camping out overnight, and they're like, "Okay, well, let's camp out. All right, let's go ahead and make dinner now." And so they all pull out their cards because cards are apparently also how they carry their equipment and stuff like that. Yep. Um, that's where they store their weapons in these cards. They let's put, eat. like pots, wood, all this stuff, and then the elf pulls out a bow, and they're just like, "Oh." Wow, so are you going to go ahead and kill the food for us and then like get some fresh, get meat? Some fresh meat? That's incredible. Thank you. No, no, no. no. I meant, I didn't mean to bring this. Why? I'm no good with the bow. <laughs> I'm no good with the bow. I brought it by mistake. I meant to bring the food. And then Fi-Fi's just like... Fi-Fi turns evil. Fi-Fi goes, no food? You didn't bring food. Her eyes start glowing I'm yellow. I'm hungry. And... And the thought of not having food makes me hungrier. And they're just like, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Look, I'll just go to the town and I'll bring food and be back. And I'll be back by morning. And Five Five's just like, mm, that's not good enough. I need food and I need it now. And then it cuts and then she's nibbling on the ear again. Just, and, and she's kind of just like, mm, yum, 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 yum. She's not biting it or doing any real damage. She's just kind of sucking on it and nibbling on it and stuff. Oh, well, as we find out. Um, and Yusha's gone off to get food. Mai, uh, May, May, May has a, uh, a magic card that is titled the um, Feast of Legends. There is a spell in D&D 5th edition called uh, the Hero's Feast. Uh-huh. You can, uh, it, it takes a gem-encrusted bowl worth a thousand gold pieces. And in, in D&D, if, if one of the components has a money cost to it, you actually have to buy that component and use it. Uh-huh. And then once you've used it, it's gone. Right. Um, you eat it, and then everybody sits down, and they eat for an hour. They spend an hour eating. When you finish eating, you gain, uh, I think it's like 2d8 temporary, or 2d10, something like that, temporary hit points. You are immune to poison. You get advantage on certain saves. It's a very high-level, really, really good spell. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what it's inspired by, but anyways. But yeah, so, Feast of Legends. Feast of Legends. It's a uh, high-level, it's a, a ultra-rare card, and she would rather die a thousand deaths and be buried in the miasma of darkness in the... De- in a, Something in, like that. Something than, uh, 
than ever use this card. Mm-hmm. And so they're sitting there. The elf is getting her ear nibbled on uncomfortably. I'm not, uh, they're waiting for Yusha to get back with food. It's like, can you please use that card? No. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the next day, they all start adventuring again after they've eaten and stuff like that. And they make their way to it. They kill a spider monster that's super weak. Uh-huh. And then they get to... Uh, uh, they... <laughs> They find a. I think uh, they killed the, spi- they well, killed the spider. No, they don't the kill first. it. They don't kill it. They they do enough damage to it to get it to run away, and a chest appears. Chest appears. It just seems to be the running gag that they don't ever kill anything in this show. That might they be just what get it, it is. They just reduce it to like zero hit points. Mm-hmm. Then it has a runaway animation. Something like that. It runs away and then it leaves it. I I thought it turned into the treasure chest. That was my assumption. Yeah, well, but um, it, it runs away and then poof, there's a treasure uh-huh. chest that it left behind. And then Yusha picks it up. She's like, "Yay!" Treasure chest opens it up. Oh man, another one of these another one of these uh weeds. That's a medicinal herb. Man, those things are disgusting though. Of course they are, it's medicine. <laughs> I can't I can't eat that. I, that's not food. Of course not. It's medicine. Nah, that stuff tastes gross. Yeah, it's medicine. Uh but anyway, they so they the next day they get to this tower. And inside the tower, they fight a different color of this. Uh, of this. Well, monster. before they get to the t- well, what happens in the tower is actually pretty funny. Uh-huh. Is that they? Oh, that's, to, right, that's they, right. They go to the tower, and there's an NPC standing there, well, saying "Welcome, travelers." And then, then they're like, um, "Welcome, travelers. This is the tower of the Great Red Arachnid, the Great Red Spider, or something like that." Uh-huh. And then, and then it cuts to a couple dramatic shots, and it goes, "Oh, have you seen a white cat with a black tail?" Yes, so a cat fit matching that description has made it to the top floor of this of this <laughs> of this tower. Tower. Oh, okay. Uh, so they uh, they go they go in, mm-hmm. and the place is littered with there's there's glowing eyes peering out from every dark corner, mm-hmm. and there appears to be lines associated with wire traps everywhere, and the elf is. Very concerned about the traps and what's going on. And Yusha is like, well, the guy out there says he saw the cat at the top floor. So pl- clearly it's got to be pretty easy getting to the top floor, right? And so she goes and lays her hand on a wall. And once again, luckiest person in the world, finds the, finds the one stone that opens up the one door that happens to be the staircase that bypasses all the monsters and takes you to the top of the takes building. Takes you to the top of the building. But she touches it and then... but. The wall doesn't slide open or anything. The wall just falls over and she falls with it. Yes. <laughs> and then they go up and they go to the top and that's where they come across the red spider. And, and it looks the exact same as the other one. Oh, Only... it's a recolor of the spider we fought earlier. They say they that. They say that. That's the words they use. What they don't realize yet because they're still brand new adventurers. And anybody who's played a Final Fantasy game or even a Dragon Quest game knows that a recolor means a stronger version of the original. Yes. <laughs> They don't know that, and they're expecting another easy fight, and this spider starts destroying them. Long story short, they defeat the spider. But they um, exhaust themselves and use too many of their resources doing it. And so they're not... But then they find the cat tied up in a cocoon web. Um, uh, Hanging up the ceiling. ceiling. Mm-hmm. And it's too high up for any of them to get to, so they're puzzled by this new dilemma. Like I said, they just... They use too many of their resources, mm-hmm. so they can't get to it. Um, and, uh, well, they... Like, Yusha tries it with her sword, but it's the, she can't even reach the cat's tail. Um, Phi uh-huh. tries walking up the, uh, uh, tries climbing up the wall, but she's too, she's too tired and she falls down. And then, um, uh, May, she doesn't have any spells that will help at this point. And then finally, 
Sarah, uh, uh, Seda is just like, fine. Don't tell anyone you saw this. And then she backs up and she pulls out the bow again. And they're just like, wait, I thought you said you weren't good with bows. I lied before. The fact is I'm nearsighted. And she puts on a pair of glasses and they're the kind of pair of glasses that Melvin had. Yes, the Melvin glasses. The Melvin glasses from Sailor Moon where it's got the swirl on them. Yeah, they're so thick. You can't see her eyes Mm -hmm. through them. She's like, I spent so much time reading that I'm nearsighted now. And she just pulls back the arrow and in one... and in one shot, just pop, cuts through the silk holding uh, the, the silk holding the the cat there, and the cat drops, and they catch the cat, and yep. then they bring the cat home. The girl's super happy. They're like, great, that's another another that's another quest completed. Wait, no, that wasn't our quest. We haven't finished our quest yet. We gotta go, 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 go. And so they run off, and that's the end of episode three. It is. <laughs> it is. That's how episode three ends. They never they 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 volunteered to actually help a citizen. With an actual problem, with the an cat, actual with a missing cat. Mm-hmm. cat. It's like they spent a week, six days, six days doing cat quests. And on the seventh, they had something new, and they did a cat quest that took them two days. Two days to complete that, and no reward beyond the smile of the little girl. No, no, uh, no, no bag of gold. Nothing. They got nothing mm-hmm. from all the resources they spent trying to help this little girl's cat. Yep. 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 Yep, 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 yep. Okay, um, so that's it for that show. What are your final thoughts on it? It's it's really cute. It's, I still don't know if I can get past the tropiness of it. I mean, maybe I'll maybe I'll continue the tropiness is part of the humor for me. I found like they're poking fun at those tropes. Mm. So, um, but for me, I think it's worth watching more of. I like it. Okay. I like it. I don't know if it's my favorite comedy ever, but it's charming enough to keep my interest. And Ma is freaking adorable. And I just love, and I've already told Lee about it, our friend Lee, who, uh-huh. um, she is an evil overlord, but she's small and cute. And she's like, we never suspect, suspect the small, cute ones. And <laughs> I told her about this show and she thinks that it's a great idea. So mm. anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm planning on watching more. Um, but anyway, so, uh, that's it for the, for, uh, for Endro. What are we watching next week? All right. Next week. Next week we're doing episode four, 49 and we'll be watching Key, the metal idol. Um, dun, dun, dun. So, I've been really enjoying shows like Psychopaths and Erased and uh, Serial Experiments Lane and things of that vein. And so I went on to uh, uh, Mal, my anime list, and did a search for anime that was in that same vein and found that Crunchyroll has a title. Um, Key, the metal idol was a show that aired between um december 97 uh, december 94 and june of 97 it had 15 episodes and here's the description on crunchyroll it reads her classmates at school called her key as in the key to a strange mystery key's grandfather in quotes was a kindly old scientist wanting to use his skill in robotics to create peace and love in the world but when that kindly Love old scientist, when that kindly old scientist passed away, poor Key was left behind, lacking even the ability to smile. There is still hope, however. A message left behind for Key suggests a fantastic possibility. Could it really be possible for Key to become a real live human if she can only win the love of three hundred uh, of thirty thousand people? So it's like, 
Pinocchio the anime. It, it sounds a little Pinocchio in mm-hmm. its uh, premise. Okay. Cool. Sounds interesting. Yeah, the an- the uh, the art style definitely screamed mid nineties. Okay. In terms so, of uh, what it looked like. Awesome. Well, that's the first three episodes. Uh, we'll watch the first three episodes for that next week. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Um. So uh, now that we're done with three episodes in, let's move on to recommendation of the week, and it's my turn this week. It is. Um. And it's not really um, archive.org. Okay. I came across this um online the other day, and I checked it out, and it seems completely legit from everything that I've seen. Hmm. This site has over 4,000 free MS-DOS games hmm. that you can play in, in, on, in your browser. So I just wanted to go ahead and give that a shout out. You okay. know, uh, recommendation of the week. It's just a massive library of old school MS-DOS games. And for our right. younger listeners, MS-DOS is a, a language that predates uh, Windows. It, it's a command lot. It's a, it is, no, it's a Microsoft. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a Microsoft command line operating system mm-hmm. um, that predates Windows. And um, basically, if you ever, you know, open up a terminal in Windows, it's still, that's where DOS lives now. But back in the day, that's how computers were run. Is that they didn't have That's these, how PCs were run. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. That it was um, through command line interfaces mm-hmm. and there were tons of them out there to choose from windows 95 was really the first step away from doing that and doing everything within just windows right so uh but even then there still wasn't a yeah, lot back, back so. in yeah back in the day when it was like windows 3.1 it was still a lot of games were dos based that um and you'd have you, to close windows have, and go to you have to, to close MS windows DOS and play games yeah yep so that and there's just a huge archive and i think it's constantly growing of games being added to it Fantastic. Uh, old MS-DOS games. All right, so we're going to go ahead and put the link to that on our website. So mm-hmm. come visit uh, WhitakerWeekly.com and find episode 48, which will be titled uh, Endro, after the episode, after the show that we watched today. Yep. Um, and uh, we'll have a link to that uh, that specific um that archive of old games. Or that archive of old games. Okay, that's it for our recommendation from the week. It's time for our creator shout out, and that's your pick this week. All right, it is my pick this week, and we uh, now we've mentioned her a couple times. In fact, you dropped her name like ten minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm giving a creator shout out to our good friend Lee Owens, who has just launched a uh, a web comic called uh, Monochrome, mm-hmm. and uh, she's been putting that out there. And we'll go ahead and give uh, contact information for her. Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. And it's a story of of a group of villains seeking redemption. Neat. So, anyway, uh, it is. It's it's pretty good so far. It's it's got, what, a dozen pages or so by the time this episode is? Something like that, yeah. She updates once a week. Okay. Um, Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, thanks so much for listening this week. If you listened on YouTube, please feel free to like this episode and subscribe to our channel. If you like what we do and want to support us, please spread the word of our podcast or even support us on Patreon. Where can they find us on social media? Our site, WhitakerWeekly.com, currently has links to our Facebook page, Twitter account, Patreon page, and YouTube channel. We encourage all our listeners to follow us on the social media platform of their preference. And if there's one we're not on yet, please reach out to us on one of the ones we've mentioned, and we'll broaden our scope to include you. All right, well, I want to give a shout-out to Ben Coombs for providing the artwork for our podcast for us. And another shout-out to Brasmataz for their music, Dreykolk, which is used for our opening and closer. The entire album is amazing, by the way, that that uh, 
that dry clock is on. So yeah, uh, what's that called? Turbo something? I don't. I don't remember. I'm bad. I apologize I, I, for that. I've got it right here. I can look it up okay. real quick. It's a uh, Turbulence. Turbulence. Yeah, I've got it too. I downloaded it because they the entire album's free. Go ahead and give them a try, guys. It's awesome. Just amazing. Just kind of uh, big band jazz with a modern feel to it. Yep. Kind of rock big band jazz. But anyways. Thanks again for listening to us. Uh, this has been Weirdwork Weekly. I hope you have a good week.